And the today's devotion is based on Exodus chapter 29, verses 1 to 20. This is what you are to do to consecrate them, so they may serve me as priests. Take a young bull and two rams without defect, and from the finest wheat flour, make round loaves without yeast. Thick loaves without yeast, and with oil of oil mixed in, and thin loaves without yeast, and brushed with oil of oil. Put them in a basket and present them along with the bull and the two rams. Then bring Aaron and his sons to the entrance to the tent of meeting and wash them with water. Take the garments and dress Aaron with the tunic, the robe of the ephod, the ephod itself, and the breast piece. Fasten the ephod on him by its skillfully woven waistband. Put the turban on his head and Attach the sacred emblem to the turban. Take the anointing oil and anoint him by pouring it on his head. Bring his sons and dress them in tunics and fasten caps on them. Then tie sashes on Aaron and his son. The priesthood is theirs by a lasting ordinance. Then you shall ordain Aaron and his sons. Bring the bull to the front of the tent of meeting and Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on his head. Slaughter it in the Lord's presence at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Take some of the bull's blood and put it on the horns of the altar with your finger and pour out the rest of it at the base of the altar. Then take all the fat on the internal organs, the long globe of the liver, and both kidneys with the fat on them, and burn him on the altar. But burn the bull's flesh and its hide and its intestines outside the camp. It is a sin offering. Take one of the rams and Aaron and his sons shall lay their heads on, hands on its head. Slaughter it and take the blood and splash it against the slides of the altar. Cut the ram into pieces and wash the internal organs, the legs, put the, putting them with the head and the other pieces. Then burn the entire ram on the altar. It is a burnt offering to the Lord, a pleasing aroma, a food offering presented to the Lord. Take the other ram, and Aaron and his sons shall take lay their hands on its head, slaughter it, take some of its blood, and put it on the lobes of the right ears of Aaron and his sons, on the thumbs of their right hands, and on the big toes of their right feet. Then splash blood against the sides of the altar. Here ends the Bible reading. Who makes home holy? Lord, help me to make this time holy, a time set apart for reading your word and absorbing its meaning for me today and every day. This complex ceremonial may seem unnecessarily pretentious, but we need to get something straight. Holiness in Hebrew means being set apart for a purpose. People make things holy. People set them apart for God's service. These rituals ensure that this setting apart was cemented in the minds of priests and people. Have we become so sophisticated that we think ordination needs only prayer and intellectual assent to win? For thousands of years, our Christian phobias overstood the need for symbolic action to fix meaning into people's consciousness. Each day of 
Aaron's consecration had deep meaning. He was washed, the old clothing and all its represented stripped away and replaced with the new. He was anointed the mark of being chosen. The altar he would serve at was made holy with the blood and fire of sacrifice. His sins were symbolically carried away, destroyed outside the camp. The first offering on the altar was for God, the blood of the sick and the ram of for the ordination. marked Aaron on your hand and foot reminding them to be attuned to God's voice and the needs of the people blood and oil symbolically marked his robes something he would recall every time he dressed finally the practical note all were reminded of the priest's right to live on his share of the offerings My Anglican diocese tries to make ordinations memorable but perhaps my local church fails at other levels. We commission all manner of people, youth workers, council members, lay ministers and more, but perhaps we do it in perfunctory manner. Perhaps we do not sufficiently express in memorable ways the importance and indeed the holiness of these callings to our church community. When you set up our people as leaders in your church, how can you better impress upon their consciousness the holiness of their positions? Let's think about it. Amen.